It's refreshment time, folks. All right. Uh, well, we just want to say thank you for finding the time to do this. We know it's been uh, we've been after you for a while. Yeah, totally. I'm I'm glad it's finally working out. I uh, sorry, it's like over a year at this point, right? <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's all right. It happens. We uh, we're persistent though. <laughs> that's, how, that's how it's got to be, I guess. Yes. You know, it's funny. It's like you know, um, just so many different things that it's like, you know, just finally getting that on the calendar. You know, that to be able to be like, okay, I can focus on that as, and then I can deal with things. And I don't know, yeah, until until it's that time. Right. No, we really appreciate it. We're the same way. Getting on the schedule, uh, it helps get it done. So it's uh, really an so honor. Good. I was just going to say, it's it's just obviously an honor for us to have you on here. Uh, we named our podcast after you guys, so um, it's yeah, it's really legendary. <laughs> yeah, so it's like for, for you guys to name your whole podcast after us, that's I like that. That's, uh, I think that's like a new level of respect and, and appreciation that I just totally dig. Yeah, we... Um, we're brothers. We're actual brothers in real life. I'm Alec. That's Justin. Um, so we were always kind of toying with the idea of starting a podcast, um, for about a, a couple of years. And, um, the reason we named it the frog brothers is because we were kind of, you know, we're huge into ghostbusters and there's a lot of stuff going on with that currently, but there's a lot of stuff like lost boys that, uh, Justin has uh, coined the term Ghostbusters adjacent, he calls it. <laughs> yeah. And it's stuff like Lost Boys, Fright Night, you know. Uh, and so we just kind of naturally went with that because that's one of those movies, Lost Boys, is I don't remember ever watching it for the first time. I uh, That's just always existed in my head. I don't remember when I watched it. It's just always been there for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, what's uh, what's interesting is that, first of all, the the... Ghostbusters thing was a kind of referenced uh, Schumacher, Joel Schumacher referenced uh, mm. the Ghostbusters with us um, just because like trying to understand who we were. So he was, he's referred to us as vampire busters at first, you know, just to kind of get it, get it across. That's awesome. It's an interesting connection between those two things. So we yeah. are in fact uh, Ghostbusters adjacent. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, yeah, we're planning um, some cosplays that are because we actually are part of the local Ghostbusters group here, too. So we do we dress up as the Ghostbusters. So we're planning some crossovers where we'll both get the name tags that say frog and we'll carry around stakes and proton packs. Oh, I love it. Uh, yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, that'll be fun. I'm a bit of I mean, we have a bit of Ghostbusters um, fandom here in my household. Um, somewhere I have pictures of both my boys wearing Ghostbusters costumes. <laughs> I made them like a what what's it called the thing that you just said proton pack yeah the proton pack I, I made it for them I I do that kind of stuff like I with like black duct tape and some random box or <laughs> carton that we had you know yeah so that and I also bought like this jacket this Ghostbusters jacket at we have this uh, place called Spirit Halloween I don't know if that's mm. thing that's everywhere yeah. but it's yeah. like a new level of of like costume places like it's great stuff and, and not like i don't mean to do a plug for them or anything but <laughs> like um you know so that kind of got us through quarantine a little bit because my kids are like they like to dress up you know just they have, they have that that sort of bug that i have which is like just trying to you know pretend it sounds like you guys have as well yeah <laughs> and so so i we went there and i got this jacket this ghostbusters jacket that it's just it's just a jacket 
it, it's Ghostbusters. And I was like, I can, I can have that and a thing on my forehead, you know, like that thing that, um, Ecto goggles. Exactly. Like, you guys don't want us to know. Yep. And that's a costume, you know, like if I'm running late and I go to a costume party, boom, I got yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. I like to hear that you're DIY with that, though. There's nothing better than like a homemade Halloween costume, right? You can go buy, yeah. buy some of the store-made stuff, and that's amazing. But like to make your own stuff and combine that with something you bought too, like that takes it to the next level. I appreciate you saying that. I'm, I'm much. I always liked to do that when I was a kid, and just so happy that I can do that for my boys. At this point, I'm sure that'll change. <laughs> You'll be like, no, I want the costume that comes from the store. I'll probably go through that too. myself. So I was. <laughs> I'm down in time for this tonight, but so yeah, it's funny to think about that because it's like, yeah, me too. Like I'm giving them, giving them some food. That's how it is. It's like you could be working on like big important stuff, and it's like, guess what? Still got to feed them, and you know, yeah, still right. other. <laughs> um, yeah, we're actually. I've been recently looking on uh, eBay trying to find some of the, <clears throat> at least what looks like, because I'm not sure it's the on the exact models of the different like oozy looking squirt guns than the lost boys and stuff they're necessary for the costume right um yeah a jd ones like those are not cheap you'd be surprised like what some of those are going for really oh yeah like especially if you find the model straight out of any any 80s movie that you're looking for you know because they're like those clear ones and there's a second market for those yeah yeah you know i should have kept it i mean you know like I, I kept some stuff and Feldman knew what he was doing. He kept a bunch of stuff um, from the, from the shoot and every other shoot that he's been on. You know, nice. I had that, I had it for a while. I had that done covered in slime, you know, you know, because those scenes, like we were just in the middle of the vampire guts, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, <clears throat> and I, I remember when they offered us the, the squirt guns, they were like, um, Okay, which ones of these do you want? You know, and I went to right for that easy one. <laughs> yeah, thought that was that was cool. Yeah, and then Haim Haim went for the more of the. Or, I mean, you know, they guided us toward that because it because it's funny, right? When Haim pulls out that green one. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, that's great. So. Yeah, I'm definitely trying to get some of those, or at least lookalikes. Yeah, right. Exactly. I think one of the greatest about the Frog Brothers, though, is you know growing up you know watching goonies and ghostbusters and then the lost boys like with the lost boys you get this whole other level of heroes that are like relatable so like they're you know your age kind of like around that age you know like with goonies they're a little bit you know more kid friendly and so they're on this giant adventure but then here you go and like here's some guys that are just you know essentially like young teenagers like getting things done and then you're like yeah. oh man awesome i can really relate to that yeah, well, that's cool. I mean, that's, that's a cool perspective because, like, you know, one of the things that, you know, I kind of lost perspective on on the shoot that that when I started talking to fans who'd, who'd seen the movie, um, you know, I, I realized kind of again was that the frogs were badass. Like, they, <laughs> the frogs really did get stuff done. Like, they weren't just talking about it. Like, they came yeah. through with all this stuff, you know. Um, and so... Um, you know, just just that the, these guys, this the sort of for whatever comedy there was, you know, whatever sort of kind of little bit of not quite bumbling, but you know, they're young and figuring stuff right. out and the weapons check and you know, and all that. It's like for all that, like we brought them down. You know, we brought the we brought the vampires down. I mean, with the help of yeah, 
<laughs> now there's just there's just subtle things in in the frog brothers characters that are great like i just love like the death stare you give in uh cory Haim when he's rattling off about the comics and you can just like see your teeth gritting oh it's great it's that you know another thing about that i'm of course obviously trying to get my lighting right because i was like i gotta shine up on the forehead i don't have my makeup crew here <laughs> um but it's like um the uh what was it you said what was that thing you just said oh i was talking about the uh scene where you were kind of snarling and staring yeah 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 that's right so it's like you know this was like i mean the first scene we shot was like a really random scene it was like where we were calling fernando to come back you know if you remember that scene yeah that was the first scene i i shot of the whole thing and I'm, I'm sure they did that on purpose that it was like this, um, you know, not that big a scene to just kind of get my feet wet and stuff like that. Or at least I assume that it worked that it seemed to work that way right. for me. So, um, but then, you know, then came the weekend. It was Saturdays that we shot those scenes in the comic book store. Oh, I can't click it this way. You let me know if you, like, you can see me, right? I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so, so when we got to that Saturday, we're shooting all the comic, you know, that uh, we're shooting, shooting that first comic book scene all day Saturday. And so like, um, the, uh, you know, I'm still kind of new at this and I'm still trying to impress people. And, and Joel's still talking to us about like how tough we are and stuff like that. And so it's like, I just was kind of doing stuff, you know, just to, you know, like, you, you know, the way, I don't know if you guys do movies and stuff, but yeah, a little it's bit. like, so it's like you, um, you, you do the whole scene and, you know, and then it gets to your coverage, you know, you're where, where, where they're close on you. Yeah. And, you know, and then it's like, no matter what you did in the whole scene, no matter all the cool things that you did, when it if you don't do it in your coverage, most of the time, you're not, it's not going to come across. Right. There's a lot of pressure and, you know, especially it was early in the shoot for me. So. So I just started doing stuff like that, you know, like I was just like trying to fill it with as much as I could. And that's where the sneer, that little sneer developed. It just yeah. was kind of an organic approach to like, I'm trying to intimidate this kid and I don't have any lines in that moment, but I'm still trying to do it however I'm doing it. You know? yeah. so. it it's one of those things that sticks out to me, like just like the, the voice that Corey does, uh, Feldman. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. We, uh, you we told me story about meeting Stallone and talking about that oh man a couple of years <laughs> after that movie so <laughs> which is funny you look back on it now and it's like so much that Batman style voice like it's that kind of disguised voice but he's not in a Batman right. you know so it's pretty right. awesome yeah uh yeah, yeah there's just something about that time period of his voice where he does sound like a teenager and a man at the same time and it just it works That's yeah, that's interesting. Because I saw it when I was really young, you know, so it's like he was borderline an adult to me when I watched it for the first time, probably. I mean, I, like I said, I don't remember, but his voice when, was pretty deep, I gotta say. Like, now yeah, that it. it works. It works. <laughs> what else is there to say? Um, can you can you do it? Can you can you try it? Um, I don't want to put you on the spot, but, you know, let me see here. What uh, what give me a line here? What should I say? Um, let's see. Now I'm on the spot. Of course, I can't think of one. Yeah, right. Um, you you like this, Sam? You you like this, Sam from Phoenix or Mr. Phoenix? Oh yeah, yeah. You like this, Sam from Phoenix? That's, yeah, a that's good. Book. 
yeah it's good too yeah it's good i don't like horror comics <laughs> um you like this one mr phoenix which Do you think mr phoenix we just see we got hanging up back here replica wow. <laughs> nice. Nice. yeah they're uh prized possessions <laughs> now where did you get that one did you get that a uh, convention or uh ebay um, I believe actually Justin has ones that were done by the bottleneck gallery. I think I actually filled the insides. These ones are just the covers, but yeah, the ones I got from bottleneck gallery are actually like officially licensed replicas. So they're pretty awesome. Nice. Yeah. Feldman just showed me one of those. I was over at his place and he was like, look at this one, man. Look at this one. It's got all the stuff inside it. Nice. Cool. Yeah. I'm still looking out for Batman 14, but you know, we'll see what happens with that. Did that like, th is that stuff legit? But someone else, someone who was into comics at the time was like, that's, that's not, that's totally wrong. Well, I mean, I don't know about the number of them existing, but I do know that it is, if nothing else, thanks to Lost Boys, worth money now and people well, want it. That's good. I have not been able to buy one. So, <laughs> yeah, the movie alone at least uh, caused that to become a collector's item. So. Yeah. That's good. I can dig that. That's cool. So what was it like, uh, you know, working through some of those stunts? Because there's some pretty hairy scenes in there and a lot of stuff going on. So, you know, you said you were just getting your feet wet, you know, at the beginning of filming. What, what did that look like? So, like, so when you're talking about the stunts, interestingly, there are a couple of stunts that we did ourselves. Um, we, we had stunt doubles, which was, it's trippy in itself, uh, stunt doubles, because you like, look across the set and that's you <laughs> you know they do a yeah. really good job you know finding getting someone with with the same body type and you know same clothes like they really you know hollywood you know it's like they they knew what they were doing and um but there were there was this one time where the stunt people were supposed to show were supposed to come but it's like they got the call times you know they they, they called them later they thought they were doing you know this kind of thing like thought they were doing a different scene and then right so we were there and we had we were you know we were burning camera time. And so they were like, let's just do this. Let's just do this stunt. So um, I don't know if you know this, this bit of trivia, but it's like that scene where like we come at max, you know, like me and <clears throat> Feldman come at max and he has that like stick or something. And he, you know, and then he kind of pushes us away. Yeah. Like, like, I think I roll over the table or something like that. So that was me like doing it. And, um, it was cool. I mean, you know, um, I think those are the only actual stunts we did. But the the stuff with like the slime in the bathroom, that was really difficult stuff because like slime, it, it was gross. It was, it was cold and it was like, it's, you know, slimy, you know. <laughs> and, and there we were, you know, with one thing to get like sprayed with this stuff. It's another thing to be sitting in it, waiting for them to start rolling. <laughs> you know? Right. We, we were, you know, probably before the scene where we really freaked out, you know, you know, that spot where like we were like hugging each other. <laughs> yeah. The attack of uh, Eddie Munster. Right. Just before that. Wait. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, they were like, um, you know, and so, so it's like all that stuff where we're like hugging and, and like really like freaking out like that. It's all like made up on the spot, you know, it's right. like all, I mean, you know, it's like not like we had to just make it up totally. You know, Joel was pushing us in a certain direction and did, did some takes and then, you know, got it to where we wanted it. And 
it's just fun to see it and people talk about that scene and it's like and we were just there just kind of doing it you know creating yeah. it and it's fun you know to think about it like that yeah that's awesome to see so when when you're doing that you know you, you got a little bit of free will on the set there you know you're able to you know kind of improvise and and do that what what does that look like when you go see the movie are you surprised which take they used or did they kind of give you a good idea of what they really liked on set you know they were saying stuff on set like all a lot of stuff that they really liked but there's no way to know you know what makes it into the movie because you know once you get into that editing room it doesn't matter i mean it does matter what looks good but it you know whatever advances the story there's beautiful stuff probably that we can't we don't probably remember Right. But that didn't make it because it just didn't advance the story. And, you know, that's the case that's been the case on, you know, on every movie that I can think of that you think like, oh, what happened to that scene? And then you just kind of forget about it because they usually choose the right. They don't. I mean, I guess that's you know, depending on how good the editor, the editing process is. Yeah. Anyway, but so, um, I mean, you know, one thing is that like Joel, after the after the the dinner scene, uh, Joel was like he he pulled me aside and, and he he was like this is um like you did awesome work in this scene it was great you know um just the sort of silent like looking back and forth to each other and stuff he was really digging that stuff mm. and so then I saw the movie and a lot of that was in there a lot of our you know, reactions and things and we looked yeah. at the, well, he's right we looked super cool and and everything so you know it's all kind of a, a crapshoot. Uh, not quite a crapshoot, but you just don't know what it's going to look like. In the yeah. Game. Yeah. Especially then, I mean, you're shooting film right now it's digital. So you can literally go take a look at the last take you did and kind of see if that right. framed up how you wanted it to. So that's a whole new style of filmmaking compared to what it was like then. So. Yeah. And they also have multiple cameras going and they don't care how much, you know, film they burn and, or, you know, <laughs> yeah. digital, you know, memory they, they, they use up. And, um, so, yeah, I mean, um, but yeah, at the time, especially, you know, Lost Boys wasn't a big budget movie. It was, it was actually kind of a smallish budget for the kind of movies they were making like that. Yeah. Um, so it's like, you know, every, they're looking out for every, not quite every frame, you know, but, every, you know, they're, like you say, they're, we don't, they don't have the leeway to, to, well, you're also just talking about playback. They did have a, a kind of a playback. They had. By the time Lost Boys was happening, they had, they were using, they had a video camera behind the film so that the film was going. And so you could go back and look at the monitor and you would see the film in front of it. You'd see the film flying by in front of it. But they didn't like us to go back and look at that stuff. Right. <laughs> you know, they, they were like, no kids, you know, no kids looking at the playbacks and stuff. And <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> So this movie's obviously held up so well in the pop culture zeitgeist. Like, what does that mean to you as someone that's been in there? Have you been surprised by how well it's held up or how much it's beloved by fans everywhere? Or what's it like, you know, having been in that and still seeing it so popular? Yeah, it's a good question. I, I mean, this question kind of question comes up a lot and it's, and it's different um, all the time, really. So like, um, I mean, you know, it's different as I think about it at different times. For for me, um, these days, now that I've had kids and um, you know I've 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 done a lot of the kind of things in the middle of my life that I have been really important, 
I know this, those things are kind of going and I'm kind of anxious to get back to it a little more. I'm anxious, I've been, you know, starting to develop my career a little bit more, doing some more things. Um, and it's a great foothold, actually. Like uh, I'm not starting fresh. You know, a lot of people have done a lot of work over the years and then they don't and then it's gone. Um, and this thing has really stayed and, you know, would were um, something that we can talk about more uh, is um, we're trying to get this Frog Brothers show together, uh, you know, a Frog Brothers TV show, which has been, you know, buzzing around Twitter a little bit and yeah. various things. And like, you know, it's a, it's a really nice thing to be trying to put together as I'm trying to kind of, you know, start to do more movies again, you know. So that's where it helps me because I'm, I'm Alan Frog, you know, and, and that's, that's awesome. And I, and I, and I love that, you know, and people, you know, when we go to conventions, people want to talk to me and, and, you know, people want to, want to understand it. They want to, they want to see more of me and they want to see more of me in other movies and stuff. And that's great. And that, that means, that really means a lot to me. And, and over the years, it's, it's a, it's been a, this beautiful little club, you know, both on, on the side of, you know, all the actors who, you know, we keep in touch in various ways, um, but also with the fans and, and it, it, it's become this, this really nice club to be a part of. And, and um, who, who knew that that was going to develop out of it? I think that's probably the biggest surprise that this kind of, this, this world, this, this, this belonging that we all kind of have together. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. You know, I love hearing the fact that you still talk to Feldman and like, you're still keeping up with him. Like, you know, just that those friendships just build, you know, and they can stay, you know, like it's kind of like, I imagine, you know, I, you know, Alec and I have both played in bands and, you know, some of those people I don't talk to all the time, but you have that relationship. So you can go several years without seeing somebody and then you can go see them. And it's like, you never didn't see him, you know, for an extended period of time, you know, you've yeah, got because you had that intense time, yeah. intense time and creating together. And yeah, it's nice. You know, Feldman and I, um, we haven't, we weren't always in touch. There was like a, a maybe a 10 year period. I went off to college. I was in New York. I was, you know, trying to do theater and various other things. And, and, you know, and he was here doing film and building his career that way. And, and we weren't in touch, but then since we've been in touch now, we've been in touch really about 20 years, you know, so like, you know, 20 years since we kind of get, got back in touch and, and friends. And again, I mean, you know, we were always friends, but you know, that we hung out and it's been really great actually. He's a good friend. And, you know, we, we hang out together and we, we laugh just, you know, just like, like that, like we, like we, we've never been apart, you know, like yeah. old, good old friends, which is really nice. Yeah. That's I have that uh, with some other guys too. Also. Well, that's good to hear. We are obviously huge Corey Feldman fans also. So um, just all of the things, uh, you know, everything from just hearing his voice pop up in Ninja Turtles uh, all the way to, I mean, we're also huge Gremlins and Goonies fans. I mean, it's uh, it's pretty wild. It's pretty amazing how, like, um, I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, I've thought about it a lot lately that, you know, there's a lot of actors and they've done a lot of different roles. But when you talk about the 80s, like Feldman, Goonies, Gremlins, Stand By Me. Friday the License 13th. Yeah, Friday the 13th. Dream a little dream, um, you know. I mean, even more from there, you know, that I cannot think off the top of my head. But Lost yeah. Boys, I, I don't think I mentioned Lost Boys actually. <laughs> but 
it's it's crazy. I mean, it's 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 crazy in a in a cool way. Uh, yeah. How how many of these things that we 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 love and we you know that we want memorabilia from and we you know want to kind of relive a, a little bit at times in moments. Yeah. That he was a part of those. He was a big part of those. Um. Yeah. I was going to ask you. There has been on like. I'm not sure when this was, maybe a year or two ago, that they uh, the CW was trying to work on a, a Lost Boys show. Yeah. And all I heard mainly was the rumor that they were going to uh, gender bend into the Frog Sisters, which I was totally like, yeah, sure, I'm, I'm down for that. Why not? Yeah. If you're going to sure. redo it, sure. Um, but hearing that you're also potentially, I mean, I don't know where that is. That might not even be worked on anymore just because of how things go and show business but um the hearing that you are at least thinking about and there's mumblings about a frog brothers show is uh very exciting because that's always been my favorite part of the lost boys so that's that's well thank you um i'm happy to hear that i i i um yeah i'm not sure where the cw show is i uh and, and yeah, with the Frog Sisters thing, like, you know, uh, early on, they were talking about that as, as a sequel, you know, as part of the sequel. Mm-hmm. Or, or not as part of the sequel. First, there was talk of the sequel, like early on, like when there should have been a sequel. You know? mm. yeah. and, and then they were talking about Lost Girls, you know, and, then, and, and, you know, and that's fine with me because I think it's a cool idea. And yeah. like, especially now, um, you know, roles are roles are getting ex- expanded you know our, our gender roles are like you know girls can you know we can see we can see girls this way in drama and in, in movies and things like that we couldn't before i mean or maybe we could but it was a little different and now things are expanding in that way and i think it's great yeah um and the we did our little did you see our, <laughs> our little audition um as the frog sisters we put it out on youtube our little it was like a a spoof audition. Oh, nice! Like as Lost Girls. Oh, you know, I I didn't see that, but yeah, I'm gonna have to. Frog Sisters, yeah, check it out. It's it's <laughs> it's dumb. It's just us being stupid, me and Feldman. But sounds great. Um, yeah, and so you know, I I you know I hope I think I you know when that show was going on, there was obviously no place for me at first because there were you know because of the way what I heard was how things were going you know how things. How it was it started maybe it was a flashback is that the show that it was like started in the 60s or something like that i'm not sure all i remember hearing about it was that they were going to be the frog sisters and then it was going to be rebooted for cw in the vein of their other type of uh, teen drama shows so yeah and you know i hope that i hope that goes i mean the cool thing about doing a frog brothers show you know as we've been talking about it and you know and, and we're, we're past the sort of um planning stage we are in stage of like talking to people and trying to you know twist arms and <laughs> you know, yeah whatever we have to do uh but this kind of thing helps too you know that you're talking about you know the frog brothers were a big part of that movie and it and it's you know because it's the lost boys and there's so many other dynamic characters in that i mean you, mm-hmm. know, you know i could name them all you know the basically the lost boys the you know the pack of lost boys and jason patrick and, and Corey Haim and everybody like these are some really cool roles. These are some really, like, really awesome performances, I think. And oh, Jamie Gertz, too. Yeah. 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 We actually just did, uh, 
an event for the 25th anniversary for Twister and she's in that too. So, you know, yeah, yeah, that's we cool. were down in Wakita and did coverage of the uh, 25th event they had there. <laughs> did you get a chance to talk to her? Um, no, she wasn't there. The uh, We met Sean Whalen and we were still trying to set up an interview with him. So um, hopefully we'll have that done. But yeah, that's so- cool. Yeah. Not to age you, but I mean, it ages us too. I mean, I grew up watching this movie so much. Um, 35th anniversary is next year. I mean, if you put it on, yeah, I saw an advertisement for the 4K Blu-ray dropping next year. So if like, if there was a time to drop a Lost Boys TV series, 35th anniversary sounds about right on the money. Right, you're right. Mm -hmm. So especially with releasing that and then, and doing those things. So it's a good thing. I'm resolved throw this at them, you know, if there's any resistance, you know, <laughs> exactly, you know, and, and, you know, like when we were, it, it came home, it, it was brought home to me when we were in the UK a couple years ago in Manchester and like people are dressed up as frog brothers. You know, we, we, we all did pictures together with Kiefer and Jason and everybody. Um, and about half the people were wearing frog brothers t-shirts, you know, go, and, and I just thought that was just so, I just felt so, good about that so happy about that and and it's it goes into the pitch i mean we we, you know uh, these there's there's all kinds of things they can do with the lost boys there's reboots there's sequels there's you know these characters the lost girls you know everything right well frog a frog brothers show you know we've a lot of people have been wanting that actually for a long time not just us you know like right yeah i think that'd be extremely dynamic just because i mean if you look up at the sequels right you know the second sequel didn't have you featured much, but in the third sequel, like you really start to just scratch the surface of where your character's at and what he's been doing. And like, that's the questions you're left with at the end of that is like, well, we kind of have an idea of what happened, but really what's going on because, you know, you're kind of reluctant. Like there's so much backstory to your character, like that can be explored through a series about you two and how you're going through that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, totally. There was the, it's an offshoot. It doesn't have to have this. The, the, exactly. The of the sequel. Yeah. The, um, there was a, what are those? The uh, Lost Boys, Reign of the Frogs comics that kind of yeah. came out around that time too. And, um, you know, we reviewed those on the podcast just because we're, we're obviously, you know, the per- perfect people to to uh, go on about that. So right. we're, we're always looking for more Frog Bros stuff. And um, yeah, it's just crazy to hear you talking about that. We will do uh, anything. Uh, you, you can tell them when you're pitching, tell them, you know, there's a, there's a podcast out there that is called the frog rose podcast and they're new, you know, there's a market for this. You know, I just might (laughs) just might say that because, you know, all these little things go into this for the studio and, and for just evaluating what's good for the franchise and everything. And, you know, I, I had put together a little, little kind of pitch kit for, um, for, for this and I and I referenced a bunch of you know a bunch of things like I was saying about the you know the Manchester show and and everything and and this I think you know I think I will bring this up and um I'll tell them that they told that you told me to tell them that yeah you know? no we were stoked we would do uh we would cover it week by week um and yeah, death breakdowns whatever yeah we're we would absorb all of the merchandise <laughs> we would empty our wallets there's not enough well, merch out there <laughs> we need new new action figures i need frog brothers action figures you know what i've been trying to work that a little bit 
and I, I keep getting unfocused and going to something else, but I don't see why I, I just want to put together some, you know, even just a few sets of them, you know, just, you know, because like, why not? I don't understand. I don't, you know, I even asked for a, an action figure. I said to, to Joel on the set that I was like, I want to have an action figure. And of course I was joking because we, we didn't know what the movie was going to, you know, how successful it was going to be, but right. You know, it just shows you, I've been asking about it for 30, almost 35 years now. <laughs> yeah. NECA did. Um, not when it came out, but when we were shooting it. So. That the nostalgia, yeah. The nostalgia timing's right. Like, I mean, exactly. we've never had proper back to the future figures and we've got those. And as you hit a 35th anniversary, right. Back to the future had it. Ghostbusters had it as the lost boys comes up. Like it's really the time to really put that brand back in the forefront of, you know, the pop culture and share that with a new generation and really let that brand grow and thrive. I mean, if you look at that's how everyone's doing things, the streaming series alone or whatever you want to do with that, there's just so much potential. Yeah. You know, we, I started with pitching it as a streaming show, but the, the, the powers that be, or at least, you know, so far want to do a real, you know, not, that's not a real show, but, a uh, you know, a, a standard TV show or something mm. like that, but that could change a hundred times, you know, before it, right it's the air but it's exciting to talk about it it's exciting to talk about it with you guys because i mean I, I i know this sentiment is out there um but you know talking about it and kind of you know the 35 35th anniversary it's like sure i knew that was coming up but the idea that that's next year and we're kind of here like we're like we could we could we could hit that yeah you know, certainly hit that even if even if it went to the next year we could start promoting it you know we'd be shooting it and promoting it in the 35th year so you know it's some exciting stuff you guys are good at this you know we would uh yeah <laughs> well you know if that comes to fruition we would love to uh, you know help promote it uh you know have you back on to talk about it of course yeah totally will and and um you know and bring feldman next time we'll you know i mean be like these guys want to help us these guys want to Oh yeah. I just want to make this happen. Well, we got about three minutes left on our timer for recording. Um, cool. I do just want to again, say thank you for coming on here. This has uh, been super informative and fun. For me too. <laughs> yeah, I really, appreciate it. I mean, it's, it's tough to carve out the time with kids and family and all those obligations, but I think the thing that's, uh, you know, I'm the happiest about this is just saying you still have the passion for all this, right? You know, people that are doing, you know, that can kind of come and go, but to see that you've got that itch back to get back into it now that you've got a little bit more flexibility as you're, you know, in your fatherhood, you know, that that's awesome yeah. that you, know, you still got those things there. I think as a creative type, you know, it never leaves you, you know, it may kind of wane a little bit depending on priorities, but you know, you always get that itch to come back and I'm, I'm happy to hear that you're right there feeling in your prime again. So that's awesome. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's like, you know, you might try to, shun it away and be like, Hey, I should be responsible adult and everything, but it's there that creative spark. It's, it's, it's there and it lives and it just grows, you know? So you want to do us a favor and give us a, uh, a line reading before you go. Yeah, sure. Sure. Why will, you, not? will you say for us something along the lines of, uh, hi, I'm Jameson Newlander, uh, Alice, uh, Alan frog. And you're listening to the frog brothers podcast or, you know, something like that. Yeah, totally. Let's give it a try. I can also do it maybe again too. If it's, oh, we're going to cut off quick. Um, hi, I'm Jameson Newlander, Alan Frog from The Lost Boys. And you're watching, uh, watching, listening to, what is it? 
Either or, listening to. Okay, okay, let's try it. Almost, well, you know what I mean? I'm an actor. You'll take a couple. You got it. Hi, I'm Jameson Newlander, Alan Frog from The Lost Boys, and you're watching the Frog Brothers Podcast. That's great. We appreciate your time. Uh, totally. We appreciate you saying that. Um, <laughs> let's have you on again sometime in a couple months, maybe, or something. We'll uh, talk more. Sounds great. And we'll have an update on where we are, we are with that show. Awesome. That'd be great. I really appreciate it. Take care. And we uh, hope to hear back from you soon with some excellent, exciting news. Sounds good. Thank you. Good, good to talk to you guys. All right. Thanks. Good night. Good night.